to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow. everyone, this is Netalina, your host and the founder of Rise Up For You. Thank you for joining us today. We have another amazing episode. We just keep getting these great guests. I'm so honored to have them on the show and I'm so honored that you're here to listen. Today we have Jennifer Rachel Hootie who has trained thousands through her fitness classes, personal training, online programs, and personal coaching to achieve their goals. She's the creator of the Strong Mind Sexy Body Blueprint, a holistic online program that helps women achieve balance, happiness, and a toned body, as well as the host of her own podcast, The Conscious Hustler, which is all about lifestyle brand and helping young people learn how to achieve their goals and show up as the best version of themselves. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, thank you again, Jennifer, for joining us today. I always like to start off the episode by letting our guests introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about yourself so that we as an audience can get to know you. I laugh at this question because I'm always tempted when people ask me, so what do you do? Or tell me about your story. I'm like, well, I'm a work in progress. That kind of defines exactly my journey, but a little more specifically with my story, I grew up in Canada, Saskatchewan, Canada. And Get out! You did? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually didn't move to Arizona uh, until college. Um, I wanted to get away from the cold and just have a complete culture shock um, and really put myself out there. And so I decided to move to Arizona for business school. And when I moved to Arizona... I was always pretty athletic, but then I was just surrounded by all of these beautiful women who were super skinny and fit. And I just noticed if my confidence, say on a scale of one to 10 before coming to college was probably like an eight or nine being just in a completely different environment, I would say that it dropped to like a and being I was in a sorority for a little bit realized that that wasn't really my thing and my confidence was even lower and I got to a point where I was just like okay I need to do something about this I don't feel good I wasn't it didn't feel good about my body and I was always really into fitness growing up but not really tuning into my nutrition as much and so I I wanted to look as good on the outside as I wanted to feel on the inside as well, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I started teaching group fitness classes and personal training in college um, because I loved it. And then I still wasn't seeing the physical results that I wanted. And so I was feeling frustrated and I was trying all these crazy diets, juice fast, cleanses, like you name it, I tried it. And either they worked temporarily or they didn't work at all for me. And I was just, it was causing me more stress than ever. I was like yo-yo dieting all the time. 
because I didn't feel confident in essence. That's what I wanted. I wanted a body so that I could feel confident. I thought that if I had the perfect body, all would be well in my world. So I went to the extent of deciding to train for a bodybuilding competition. This is about three or three years ago now. And so I trained my butt off for four months straight and got my quote unquote ideal body sacrificed a lot, sacrificed time with my friends and my family. But I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to look in the mirror and feel confident and feel worthy of myself. And I thought that that was the only way of doing it was by getting this body. And so I, I remember stepping on stage and I was more confident for sure by getting, you know, the chiseled abs, the pop and booty. But I remember looking in the mirror and being like, this is not what I thought that this was going to feel like. I'm still not as confident. And I feel like I'm on this weird hamster wheel of constantly just finding more things that I don't like about myself that I need to fix. And I don't want to feel like this anymore. So after that, I tried finding a happy balance and that didn't really work. I started gaining weight because I had, my calories were so low. I was exercising so much that my metabolism was shy. I started gaining acne, lost my menstrual cycle, was gaining weight. And I was feeling so overwhelmed to the point again, where I was like, okay, well, the only thing I know works is doing these bodybuilding competitions. So even though I don't want to do one again, I'm going to do one again, because that's the only time that I feel semi-confident. So I started training again and halfway through that competition was just a breaking point. I was like, what am I doing to myself? This is so silly. I'm busting my butt to get physical results, to feel accepted and worthy of others. I need to dig inward. And around that same time, I started going to personal development seminars, Brennan Bouchard and I've always been into personal development, but like really diving into it deeper. And I remember having a moment at one of the conferences that I was at where Brendan Bouchard was talking about being the scientist of your own lows. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? That Like I'm at a low right now and um, I need to figure out how to get out of this. And I believed that the reason why I was going through it was so that I could help others And so that's exactly what I did after and started the Strong Mind, Sexy Body community. From there, it's kind of spawned into my Conscious Hustler community that I'm starting to build up, which I kind of believe the essence, my whole purpose, my mission is just helping people 10x the quality of their lives by getting super clear of their goals, but getting really intentional too about how they want to feel on their journey to their goals. That's so amazing, your story, and it's very, very beneficial for many women, especially young women. And as you know, you know, we've talked before, I coach women in confidence, and this is the number one thing that I see quite often is, you know, when women struggle with confidence, they often look at other sources to bring them that confidence and that mindset that's not necessarily going to do it for them. So either they think that they need to have, you know, that bikini body, and then I'm going to have the confidence that I need, or, you know, they need a boyfriend because then they'll give me the confidence that I need as opposed to taking a look at themselves and really digging deep, which is something that you've done, which is great for anyone that's listening that might be in this particular situation. What are some things that you can tell us that can help jumpstart that? I kind of created a process for myself and I love to share it with you. And it's, it's like a five-step process to getting really clear before diving into any goal. It's almost like the litmus test of 
is this the right goal for me? Is this actually getting me to where I want to go? And, and why is this goal important to me? Can I share with you? Yes, please. Sure. So I would say first and foremost, you want to get really clear about what it is that you want. So if your goal is to in fitness, everyone talks around, I want to lose about 10 pounds body fat. And it's like, okay, that's your specific goal. Perfect. Next up is why, why is this goal important to you? And with all of my clients, regardless of what their goal is, I say, you need to come up with 10 reasons why this goal is super important to you. And at least five of those need to be internally motivated and, and really getting down to the root cause of why am I setting this goal in the first place? This step by far most important and something that we all forget to do in my opinion. And then the third step is getting clear. Uh, I call it like the add and subtracting. So what am I willing to add into my life to get to this goal? If this is my goal and what am I willing to subtract out of my life to get to this goal? For me and my experience with, with like bodybuilding, I didn't even go through this. So I immediately assumed, okay, I'm, I'm going to give up quality time with my friends and family because they don't really align with this school. I wasn't really willing to do that, but I did it because I thought that I needed to. Um, and I think getting clear of that and, and really dialing into making sure that it reflects your values and your morals, whatever your goal is, is so freaking important. And then the fourth step is obstacles and overcoming those obstacles. So any big exciting badass goal we want to make sure like we know it's inevitable that there's going to be challenges 100 and and the reason why a lot of the times we think that we're achieving a goal because we want that end destination but really it's the journey and that person that we're becoming in order to get to that goal and so i say list at least 10 things 10 challenges that you may face on the journey to getting to that specific goal or destination. And then the second thing is how are you going to overcome those challenges? So already planning ahead of this is something that I may face and how am I going to overcome that right off the bat? And then the fifth step, and again, I think this this is the second most important right after the why, is how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel at the end of this goal? And how do I want to feel on the journey to this goal? I think this is something that so many of us forget where we're constantly like, we're looking up at the mountain, we're looking up at the goal and we're just like chasing after it. And then we deplete ourselves. We feel like crap. We're unhappy. And then we get to the goal and we thought that it was going to be this amazing, fulfilling thing. And then we're like, oh, this sucks too. What the heck? So what is, how do you want to feel in the process? And then when you get there, I really love these five steps. I'm just going to break them down one more time. So the first one is goal, obviously, which is we got to have a goal if we want to take action and do something. And the second one is why, which I really like because Jennifer, as you and I know, is that sometimes people don't really understand their why. And if they don't know why they're doing something, it's not going to be sustainable. I mean, I'm sure you and I, we know of quite a few people that say, this is my goal. This is what I'm going to do. And they never reach it. And that's because maybe there wasn't a pain point or emotionally wasn't strong enough, or they didn't have a really clear vision as to why they were putting their step forward. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. 
I like the third one a lot. I've never heard this before, but this is really, really a good step. Add in to my life and what am I willing to subtract out of my life? So we're talking about commitment and sacrificing here. What am I going to add into my life to make this goal happen? And what am I willing to take out of my life to reach this? Fourth one, overcoming obstacles. And fifth one, how do I want to feel? So let me ask you, do you, would you say that your fifth step correlates with the second step, which is why? Because sometimes people have a why that's, I hate to say this, but more vengeable, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, this happened to me and I want to make sure that everybody knows that I can do it. So this is their why. And then by the time they're done with everything and, and let's say they reach their goal, they don't necessarily feel really happy with what they've done because there wasn't a positive push behind it. What do you think about that? Oh, I totally agree that they're directly correlated, but I think that it's important to ask ourselves both questions because you're totally right. Like I've caught myself truthfully in situations where I'm like, Oh yeah, like this is my goal. And when I wired myself down, like kept asking, okay, why is this my goal? Why is that important? Why is that important? A lot of the times it would stem to, oh, I want to, you know, prove to this person that I can do it. I want to prove to the haters that I got this. And then I'll ask myself like, okay, so I'm going to bust my ass for this goal to get acceptance and worthiness that sounds a little backwards right and usually when our why is something extrinsically motivated due to putting it in the hands of others of whether they decide if our goal is worthy to them or not we're going to be unsatisfied and we're not going to feel good that's so important that you just said that because I do feel like there are some people that don't, you know, like you said, they bust their butt and then they get all the way to the end and they're like, "Uh, well, I don't feel that excited about (laughs) what I've done here. So that's definitely true. So what you're doing today is you've created this beautiful, you know, strong mind, sexy body blueprint. Tell us a little bit more about that. You know, when you get that phone call or when you get that woman, is it mainly men or women that you're working with? Or do you also work with men? It started by it mainly being women. And truthfully, I'm in a massive transition in my life, which is super exciting. But before I realized that I could define that it was a transition, I just felt like I was stuck and I felt like I was overwhelmed because I built up this amazing community of women. And I thought, you know, because I'm a woman, I I only should help women. And with the strong mind, sexy body blueprint, the goal of it for me was from my own experience, I realized that exercise and nutrition are only about half of the formula of really achieving the body that you want long-term. The other half of it is mindset, goal setting, and overall well-being. So like your relationships, your stress, um, your, you know, sleep patterns, that kind of thing. And so I really wanted to help women, um, educate them and show them that it, it's a lot simpler than the diet industry is going to make it to be. The diet industry is just trying to get us caught up in these cycles of unworthiness. Oh, here's the quick fix unworthiness. Here's the quick fix. And I was like, that is BS. I went through that cycle. It's not fun. I want to help other women 
to realize that it's a lot simpler than that and that their mindset is by far the most important part and what dictates whether they're successful or not. And so in my Strong Mind, Sexy Body Blueprint, it's a 60-day program where women go through and it not only gives them the tools and the information that they need, but it also educates them so that they feel empowered and that they can actually do it on their own after. But one of the things going through it, and once I was working on it, that I realized was I was having a lot of men reach out to me and they were like, you know, do you do one-on-one coaching? And what I realized that I really loved about strong mind, sexy body was the coaching aspect of it, really helping people dial into their goals and their mindset and not only their fitness goals, but other goals that they had in their life, because it was amazing. So many women were coming to me saying, you know, I want to get a hold of my health and my fitness. Once they were going through that process, they're like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. Now what? I'm ready to grow. What's the next area? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? What's the next area? Like, what do you want to do? And so, um, with a combination of just growth on and self-discovery on my end, I realized that I wanted to focus on not discluding men and it, you know, being men and women and what are all of the goals that you want to achieve in your life to really 10 X the quality of your life. And so that's where my new brand called the conscious hustler is kind of in that birthing stage right now. I love that. The conscious hustler. That's such a great name. I was so many knowledge bombs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love everything that you're saying. And, you know, I, I appreciate and I thank you for your openness and your rawness on the show. I, I think it's so beautiful and it's so important for other people to hear what we go through, you know, as entrepreneurs, as coaches and whatnot, because I, I think that sometimes people, you know, they get overwhelmed or they get discouraged that they can't do what others are doing. And, and they don't realize that everybody goes through struggle and transition and, you know, figuring out what's right. Is it a good fit? You know, how does it feel to me? Like this is something that's, it never stops. It's part of life. It's always going to happen. So I just really want to thank you and appreciate you for opening up there. I'd love to jump into our power section, if you don't mind. Is there a book that's made a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us that you want to share? Yes. Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Okay. Oh my gosh. I think that this is perfect for anyone, but just being open to vulnerability and understanding how important it is to be vulnerable and what to do about it to make sure that we're really living a wholehearted life, that book transformed my life. I did not classify myself as a vulnerable person before. I was like a brick wall that nobody could break down. <laughs> oh, I've been there. <laughs> I haven't read this book. I'm very familiar with Renee Brown, but uh, this one I haven't read, so I'll definitely check that out. Yes. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of up to date? I don't want to get real specific, but I would say my ability to deal with contrast. So when things aren't really going amazing, having comfort in the discomfort. And this is something recently that I've been priding myself on because I've been going through such a transition. And before I was like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. What the heck? So much growth happening in so little time. And just learning to embrace and love the process and like opening up my arms 
to the contrast. So meaning when things aren't going right and they're maybe shit's hitting the fan a little bit being like, it's all good. Like this too shall pass. I'm going to figure this out and staying positive and optimistic through it all. I'm super proud of myself for that. That is an incredible accomplishment. And I love that you said that because sometimes people think that an accomplishment is something that's, you know, materialistic or tangible. Oh, you know, I got a trophy or, you know, I hit this, you know, this many, you know, financially I hit a million dollars, but that what you just said is just as powerful and it really is a huge accomplishment. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Are there any routines that you have currently that help you get a positive rise in your life? So maybe a daily routine, something that you do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have been doing a morning routine for almost five years now and it's tweaked over time, but I, I can share with you kind of the basis of exactly what I do every single morning. And it primes me to making sure that every day is a great day. And you know, sometimes they're not, there's better days than others, but at least I know that I've done something that helps me show up as the best version of myself. So the first thing I do, as soon as I wake up, put my feet on the ground, look up. I just give gratitude. I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just for another day waking up. And then I, I used to grab my cell phone. I don't do that anymore. I grab a big glass of water, drink the water. And then I go right into, I pray and I do my meditation and with my meditation, I'll switch it up. Sometimes I'll do visualization. Sometimes I'll just quiet my mind. Sometimes I'll do for specific areas of my life. Depends what I'm, what I'm feeling, but usually about 20 minutes and then I'll go over, wash my face and then I'll do all of my affirmations. So I'm a huge, huge believer in positive affirmations. I know this is something that you brought up on my podcast. I was like, preach girl, <laughs> like this is my stuff. Um, so I say them in the mirror out loud and I, each one of my affirmations, they're in present tense, they're positive, And I will say the same affirmation again and again until I feel it deep down in my stomach. Like, yep, I believe this, this is me. And after that, I go for a walk outside. I live in beautiful, sunny Arizona. So I go outside and I'll do kind of a walking meditation where I just like acknowledge the beauty outdoors and just allow my mind to open up and not attach to anything. Then I uh, will write my journal, have a good breakfast, and usually do a workout. Some mornings I go to yoga, some mornings I lift weights, but that's my morning routine, and it always primes me to being like in the zone. That's a great morning routine. It's so important, as you know, just to kind of, like you said, get you in the zone, get you ready for the day. Mm -hmm. um, Jennifer, thank you again so much for joining us today. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? Mm. I would love to share with all of you is really loving this process, loving, loving the process of life and the contrast. One thing that's been resonating and hitting home with me so much is this idea that everything in the world, the world runs, the universe runs off contrast, meaning you know, think about it, inhale, exhale, sun, moon, dark, light, happy, sad, masculine, feminine. If we didn't have one, we wouldn't have the other. And so in this transition period of my life, I've been learning to 
be more open to it and understanding it's just as powerful to know what we don't want than what we do want. And if we want to reach larger capacities of love and joy, we need to be open to feeling larger capacities of, of fear or heartbreak. And not to say we want to feel those things, but just knowing that it is part of life. And I believe that our whole main goal is just learning lessons finding our purest form but it all comes through contrast so just loving it loving every moment of the highs and lows that is a great way to end our episode today thank you again jennifer how do we stay connected and most and foremost how do we support you oh thank you you can head over to my website, which is jenniferrachel.com. And there's my podcast on there. And my podcast is also The Conscious Hustler, where you can find on iTunes and Stitcher. But on my website, lots of awesome blog posts. And you can find more about my Strong Mind, Sexy Body Blueprint program and my one-on-one coaching. Or follow me on Facebook, Jennifer Rachel. That's where I'm at. And I would love to hear from you all. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nada. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If so, please share it with your friends and your family. You can post it on social media and just help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. You can leave us a review and a rating of the podcast because we would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support our podcast to rise up for you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Podcast Directory, Blueberry, and of course, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you can check out all of the show notes and listen to the podcast on the website. Thank you again for tuning in to Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Tomorrow.